Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Rambling Viking Podcast. We once again are diving into Star Wars talk with our Star Wars quote-unquote expert that we uh, bring on for this, Josh. Josh, thank you for being here. As always, good to be here, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right. So (laughs) Josh and I, uh, after much discussion decided that today's topic is going to be one that has become quite the big uh, meme, particularly in prequel memes, but across all Star Wars universe, and that a lot of us are probably familiar with if we're uh, a memer on really any level. And it's one that we've all learned bits and pieces of the story, but more so just the title. And so we kind of want to get into the details of Actually, what is this story? And that is the the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise. I think we've all seen, uh, come across the meme, you know, or in some way, shape, or form, it's someone inserting, have you heard the tale of Darth, Darth Plagueis the Wise? And so I decided, you know, this is, this is something that's a bit of pop culture, so why not actually dive into it a little bit? Oh, boy. Well, <clears throat> Josh, uh, if you... Could go ahead and provide us with some, uh, I guess, take it away. Yeah. Need okay. to charge. So, as Gus mentioned, it is a meme. The greatest, one of the funnier memes going on right now. It is, uh, yeah, we bring it up. We'll, the, have I ever told you the story of Dark Plagueis the Wise? As. Chancellor Palpatine talked to Anakin Skywalker. And that is the meme. And then it goes off to tell you something random half the time. <laughs> but Plagueis was Darth Sidious's master. Darth Sidious was Sheev Pal- Palpatine or Chancellor Palpatine in the prequels. What's not known about him is that who the heck he was. All we know is the story. From the prequel, from the movies. Don't know any features about him. And what else? So I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> Darth Plagueis was a, a mun by um, race. A male mun who was part of the banking clan. Because why not just give one entire planet the entire use of the intergalactic banking? But yeah, that's smart. Oh, the banking clan. Okay. Yep, this, the, pretty much if you were a Mun, you were part of the banking clan. It just depends on right. your level. What's a Mun? One thing about Darth Plagueis that is very intriguing, though, is he was the product of selective breeding. Oh. Darth Plagueis' master was Darth Tenebrus. I think that's how it... Tenebrus. He found a two force users that were both Mun, but neither one of them had the skill to be a proper apprentice to him, and he was already midway through his life. So he needed to find an apprentice desperately to continue the rule of two. So he convinced Darth Plagueis' father to seduce the female, and they produced Darth Plagueis as his first child. Because the Darth Tinnabus specialized his like study, all the Sith masters have kind of had their specialty areas, just like some of the Jedi did. But his was um like bio 
industry, bio, bio um, living creatures. He was able to study genomes, uh, DNA, and he predicted through all this testing and whatnot that these two force users would create a very powerful force user child. And that's what he got them to do. Exactly that. And took then took him as a child as his apprentice. Hmm. So a quick question. So basically he just found two Force-sensitive people to make a Force-sensitive baby? Because I know we talked about in the past how it's kind of unpredictable sometimes. You could have two Force-totally, like, Force-illiterate people, to put it um, yeah, vaguely. But, yeah, Force-illiterate people and have a super Force-sensitive child. So I guess is there any info to, like, or how does that work? Um, these two, the Muns, didn't... They were kind of a secretive group of people. So the fact okay. that their children weren't discovered to find, have force sensitivity wasn't unusual. It was rare in their, their species, I believe. And okay. neither of them were, neither of them were strong enough to become a good force user. They just had that intuition, that reflexes, those little type of things okay. that like say our super athletes of today have in real life. Mm-hmm. They just could do that stuff. And people were like, that's cool. And that's all they could do. They couldn't move stuff. They couldn't influence someone's mind. And since Darth Tenebris specialized in that, like, genealogy type of stuff, he was able to predict to oh. a almost certainty that these two would create a very strong horse child. So it was like selective breeding in a manner of speaking. And thus gave us Darth Plagueis. Okay. So Darth yeah. Plagueis was like a super planned Sith. Hmm. Yeah. And quick question on, so he was Palpatine's master, right? Yes. Um, so timeline, context and timeline. Because when we see Palpatine come in, he's already pretty old. So right. like... What what do they have a year guesstimation on about what year he was born or or just general like when we know when Darth Plagueis lived? Okay, um, Darth Plagueis, yeah, Darth Plagueis was born about um, 140, 140, 120 years before the Battle of Yavin. Okay. Hmm. Um. The um, and to put that in perspective, when Darth Plagueis found Palpatine, he Palpatine, I believe, was already a teenager. Oh, so it wasn't until way later um, that he found him, and Plagueis died thirty-two years before the Battle of Yavin. Wait a minute. Let me make sure I've got this straight. Battle of Yavin. Right. That's prequels? Right. So Yes. Okay. Yeah. A New Hope is Battle mm-hmm. of Yavin, which is the original trilogy. First in the original trilogy. Hold on, but the prequels take place before that. So Plagueis was still yes. around? This is where I'm confused. No, 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 no. So BBY, be- before the Battle of Yavin, the prequels uh-huh. take place before that. 
They happen way right. before. So when you're counting down, you're actually counting to a zero time, kind of like yeah. our BC and AD. Yeah, Battle of Yavin is zero. I've got that, and that, but that's right. episode four technically. So yes, and Plague, Plague is, is only clone uh, Phantom Menace. Thank you. Okay, that's what I was trying to get at. Okay, wow, yeah. so he was around yeah, yes. for a while then. Yes. Okay. Um, and play and what's crazy though is Plagueis' master was alive even longer. Whoa, that's not how that's supposed to work with the Sith. Um, yeah, Darth. Um, no, 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 no. So what I mean is how long they lived. Darth Plagueis didn't kill uh-huh. his master until they right. had been in training together for. Uh, what is it? Let's see here. So Darth Plagueis' master was born 167 BBY. So Plagueis okay. was was roughly 30 to 40 years younger than his master when he was taken on as a child. Gotcha. And so like Plagueis killed his master when he was like 89 years old. Oh my gosh! And that so that would have made Darth Tinnitus two hundred years old, roughly. <laughs> uh, Tinnitus was also a Bith person. Um, to give you context, you remember the Cantina scene? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the really bul- bulbous head guy, like that just yes. has these two orbs for his head. That's a Bith. That's what a Bith is. Oh, and they typically okay. don't live that long. They have a longer than human lifespan. But Darth Tinnabus used bioengineering to increase his life in longevity. Fair enough, fair enough. So real quick, I just want to try and put this all together in a timeline. Um, the start of the prequel, episode one, Phantom Menace, right. is when, when that comes in approximately what year? Uh, 32 BBY. Okay, so that's only 30 years before. That makes sense, too, in the timeline of Anakin. It, that's really... Yeah, the Clone you think Wars... About it. I just, I get a little lost sometimes, and so you gotta you gotta bear with me. Oh no, bit, yeah, so. yeah, they don't. Uh, yeah, Clone Wars, like between Phantom Menace and the the Clone Wars movie, was ten years of time. Well, the Clone gotcha. Wars to Revenge of the Sith mm-hmm. was about seven seven to eight years. Uh huh. Right. Okay, so bring this bring this all the way around now. Okay. Uh, so 32, 32 BBY is the Phantom Menace and then come back to what, what year did Plagueis die or same year, same year. Oh, wow. Same so, year. So, so pal, so Darth Sidious had basically killed Plagueis that year at the start of that. Okay. And when was, when was, when was Palpatine born? Uh, Palpatine, one second. That mm-hmm. is one thing I forgot. Palpatine, Palpatine. He was born 82 BBY. Gotcha. Okay. And he wasn't a... He, his... Um, um, he wasn't discovered to be Force-sensitive until he was 17 years old. Oh, wow. So he was one of those late bloomers, kind of got to be under a radar. He came from a very wealthy family. He was actually an mm-hmm. art student. Think, 
think Hitler. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it kind of lines up. He, so yeah, around he was 65, a student turned political politician. Hmm. So 65 BBY is when he was found to be force sensitive. And so he had mm, about 30, a little 30 plus years under his master. I assume that's when um, Darth Plagueis took him under his wing or yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, Sidious actually got his apprentice almost 10 years, 10, 15 years before he killed Plagueis. Which okay. was very no-no in the Sith timeline. Mm-hmm. And Apprentice as in Darth Maul? Darth Maul. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, Darth, Darth Maul was his first man. Apprentice. Um, Plagueis. Gonna go back real quick to Plagueis. Plagueis killed his master while they were on a mining expedition for a material called Cortis, uh-huh. which was the which was one of two minerals in the entire Star Wars universe that could resist a uh, like extremely powerful focused energy blasts like lasers and lightsabers. Oh, like um, the Mandalorians had their armor, which is called Beskar. That they mm-hmm. thought that could not be penetrated by lightsabers. It bounced off of it, and so that's Cortis, crazy. Cortis still did the same thing. It just was harder to mine. And gotcha. the um, mining droid that they had taken with them was sabotaged somehow, and it caused them to dig into a packet of very um, um, oh, crash, crap! I can't think of the word right now. Flammable, very flammable gas, and mm-hmm. thus exploded, bringing down this cavern on top of them while they were trying to escape. Ten of us created a force barrier type of dome to protect them, and in that moment, Darth Plagueis had a vision to kill him, and he did. He pulled the using his force. He pulled the rocks on top of them. He survived. What he didn't realize is his master survived too. Ten of us, and so they were just oh. having a little friendly conversation, talking about how it was time for Plagueis to take over the mantle of master. And Plagueis broke his neck. Dude, that's got to be so eerie to be like, because you know, as a Sith, as as the master, you know, it takes you dying, them killing you for like them to take over. And so to casually be mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, you're about ready to become a master. It's almost like saying, hey, you're going to kill me when you're going to you're going to kill me now. <laughs> um, there were. Yeah. And there were the things I read mentioned that Darth Tinnabus didn't was worried that Plagueis was never going to challenge him for the title of Master. Hmm. Which happened. They were like the apprentice just got in a happy little place being the apprentice. Right. Got comfortable and complacent. And so, and now we go fast forward to the Phantom Menace when we're talking about uh-huh. Darth Sidious here. Darth Sidious did his way of taking over the role of Master a little bit more weakly. And conniving, he um yeah this that's was, how he is. Uh, you know? So he actually so Plagueis actually dies during the course of the Phantom Minutes. He he oh. dies before the official election to make Palpatine the Chancellor. How interesting! Palpatine kills him by poisoning 
his alcoholic drink. <laughs> couldn't couldn't even kill him with a lightsaber or in a proper way. Had to poison him to do it. But that's the thing. If you're a Sith master, you should be able to tell the difference between a non-poison and a poison drink. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Because the the Sith say- could the Sith could cleanse themselves of toxins, but they couldn't heal themselves. Right. Hmm. Well, and that so is where they don't dark Plagueis the wise. Wow. So they don't do the Sith overall. Do they frown on um, him taking care of his master that way? No, at all. There was they they couldn't really. There was only those them two technically. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, they but nobody could say kind anything of a more if you guys are in. You you kind of challenge them more, say, or you if they weren't paying attention and they left their guard down. Mm-hmm. Like now, getting strike so being striked down in your sleep was kind of the the weakest way to do it per se. It was the cowardly way. Gotcha. Um, Darth Plagueis, um, following his master's teachings, figured out how to manipulate midichlorians, just like the story talks about that the meme is printed mm-hmm. off of. And what he der- what he learned was that you could essentially create life with midichlorians by like pushing them all together, and you could make a livable embryo, pretty much. Wow. Or sperm, take your pick. And he never could master it properly. Well, after years, roughly 10 years prior, Darth Sidious had mastered it without his master, without Plagueis' knowledge. And created, so Darth Sidious created a child by using force manipulation. So Plagueis, Plagueis discovered this was a thing, but couldn't quite get it. But Sidious figured out how to get it. Right. Or use it, utilize it, whatever you want to do. Learn this technique, basically. Okay. And that is how we get Anakin Skywalker. Right, right. So there's really not much to this Darth Plagueis the Wise then. No, just there's much more to uh, it, right? Right. There's just him learning this stuff, continuing... Um, Keeping the besides keeping the Sith traditions alive, no, he didn't do a whole lot. He he and Sidious helped fund a lot of the wars. They started uprising on planets to cause to cause mayhem. They essentially started the Clone Wars themselves. Gotcha. But other than that, wow. just little backs backdoor stuff. He, they didn't do much. Oh man, that's a little anticlimactic. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting some more juicy details there, but nonetheless, it's good context, and, and honestly, it helps with the timeline because, like, in my mind, when you know, when I'm hearing about all this and hearing about the tale of Darth Plagueis the Wise or whatever, I'm thinking, you know, this is 50 years before uh, any, you know, the current film, you know, wherever right. we're at in the timeline. But it honestly was only what maybe a decade. Um, like yeah, it was, a very it, it was recent probably story. Yeah, probably eleven years, ten years max. Wow, man, so interesting. But that and, it just brings up a level of irony that Palpatine talks about this the story when it was him that pretty much created the story. Right. 
Um, oh, what else? Now, oh, man, I should have I should have watched the clip about it before we did this, but I'm trying to think. He he uses a story to basically tell Anakin that like he can save someone's life, um, right? And basically come become immortal. So he he not only um, like. You know, you know, he's using this as an angle to get Anakin co- to come to the dark side, pretty much. Yes, because Anakin's so, one true fear was losing mm-hmm. um, Padme. If you right. look in Discord right there, I, I have sent you the, oh, the yeah. actual quote from the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So that so it's that last part. He could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. So he's actually talking about himself there. Darth Plagueis didn't learn how to do that, right? Well, he he learned about the technique, but he didn't actually bring it to fruition, um, right? So is, but, is um, Palpatine referencing with that last part? That's what I'm curious. He could even keep the ones he cared about from dying. Is he is that referencing anything? Is there anything to that statement? That we know. No, he just manipulated the what Plagueis did to fit mm-hmm. his plan on getting Anakin to turn to the dark side. So he manipulated what his master, Palpatine's master, did, which was a lie, a flat-out lie. Plagueis could never save the ones he loved. He could only save gotcha. himself. Was the action was the truth? Oh. Okay, then. That's... But yeah, it's totally different than what the quote is because all because there never talks about midichlorians being able, to, it could only create life, not heal mm-hmm. life. Right. So he just manipulated. Well, so that's just a pure manipulation, then, in that moment. The only thing that, yeah, with um, the saving yourself could have been that force essence transfer that I've men- mm-hmm. I mentioned in our first podcast. Uh, right. But what that it does is you take over another individual by releasing your force essence from your body, which takes pretty much the force is your soul, essentially. And you right. go and fight, have a battle of souls with another person in their body. And whoever wins gets to take over the body, pretty much. Oh, that's heavy. That's and that, heavy stuff. And that is what Plagueis kept alive. Darth Bane, the one who started the whole real rule of two, found that. At the end of his life, from a from a thousand year old Sith temple, hmm. and figured out you could do that. Well, Plagueis never really used it, never manipulated it, did what he wants. Palpatine did in the original book. Oh, yeah. Palpatine survives the. So here's where the new movies line up fine with the original books. Oh. Palpatine survives the Death Star explosion. And that is it. Right. <laughs> so that Palpatine actually lined up. Actually, See, yes, that funny, actually lined up. So is... I had some hope there. And then I saw Pal- then I saw a whole Emperor Palpatine's get up and how he was like harnessed to a machine. I'm like, oh nope, they're yeah. just gonna have some stupid excuse how he survived. <laughs> oh. So what was the real reason then? Or I guess the, it, the reason in the in the books. The books. Palpatine had multiple versions of himself cloned already and just waiting for him himself to die. And so he wouldn't have to worry about taking over his apprentice. He could just go take over a mindless body of himself. 
And he did that because hmm. later on in the books, Palpatine creates a clone of Luke Skywalker and trains oh, him in the creepy. dark side of the Force. But whose soul? But he, he makes it. Oh well, I guess. Hmm. So in the so essence of they, clones, it's a new person technically still. Like it's not a soul. Right. Body. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. So when he took like he went to the clone, like he trained. The force essence transfer, as long as you kind of had a rough, it was typically the body had to be near you that you were taking uh-huh. over. So that part, I don't remember where he had it, but he stayed hidden for the next five, seven years until he was discovered because there was a dark Jedi Luke Skywalker going around causing havoc. Wow. And so Luke had to kill him again and his own clone. And then, and then after Jeez. that, Luke actually fell to the dark side for a couple years, I believe. And Leia brought him back to the light side. That's intriguing. That 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 could be a whole other episode in and of itself at some point. I like that. I'll I'll, I'll have to bank that away. Um, so that's intriguing. But kind of back to the note on the fact that it lined up. That's so interesting to me because so being ignorant as I am to all of this. Mm-hmm. When 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 that turn came in the movie, I was part of me was annoyed. I was like, "Hmm, interesting way to title title together." But then part of me was annoyed because I was like, "So," because in some ways I just felt like there there's other aspects of the movie that I felt like they're just taking these leaps and bounds with the force and things that like just it didn't to me it just it didn't really make sense in all the ways, but. That part, I was like, man, this feels like a little bit like a like a cop out on some level, just because it's like, oh, it's always been the bad guy. But I don't know, knowing 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 more of the backstory on on this particular matter in regards to Palpatine and Darth Sidious, uh, it actually it's actually really really interesting, and, I, and I'm okay. I'm okay with it overall. And I'm, I mean, after immediate that was immediate like gut reaction, but afterwards I was like, ah, I really don't care because. Uh, I'm not really a huge fan of the newest movies, but hearing that that actually semi lined up, at least in premise, not in detail, to what had actually happened, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like I, the almost first trailer right. for the Rise of Skywalker, when you hear his cackle laugh at the end, like yeah, okay, I just kind of sat there, just like, do I get excited for this? Because this <laughs> does line up with some of the original stuff. Mm-hmm. Or how do I react to this? So I just kind of like let's let's set that aside and wait. And then the very next trailer showed him, showed him off, and he was attached to that metal that metal carrier or whatever. And I'm just like, yep, nope, this is stupid. Never mind. That <laughs> Disney, bad. Why is it you think they went that direction? Any particular reason? I have reason? no idea. I would really love, like, if I could, I would love just to sit down and pick J.J. Abrams' mind, mm-hmm. why he did it the way he did, especially the first movie. Like, he's talked about so many times, and I know it has to be annoying. But it's just like, ah, why, man? You had all of this to go from. You went here, and then you brought it back to Palpatine? Like, so we have one character that spans the entire nine movies now, technically. With Palpatine. 
Right. He 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 becomes like the underlying factor throughout all of this, and like in a lot of ways, like he was the ultimate. Um, I mean, manipulator of the entire, and almost in a lot of ways, like the backing behind all the that set things in motion for the events of the star Wars movies to take place in so many ways. So I want to, I want to kind of circle back to uh, another context question. Where does Darth okay. Plagueis and then obviously Darth Sidious ultimately, I think being, you know, a lot of people think he's the strongest or at least one of the strongest Sith ever, but you can speak to that, but more so Darth Plagueis, where does he rank? And then, and then just to ensure up where Darth Sidious ranks in terms of like, uh, strength in, in the Sith world. Oh, Plagueis would honestly be pretty low. Yeah, if you're talking, if you're talking about the Sith after Darth Bane, in that mm-hmm. timeline, that that whole orchestra of Rule of Two, Plagueis is one of the bottom bottom feeders of those Sith. Wow, it's just really? he was he was extremely intelligent, is what set him apart. Gotcha. Him and his master so he... works. Both of them, Tinnabas and Plagueis, were probably some of the bottom two. They were just extraordinarily smart and methodical with everything that they did. So they they just they more so were just a different style of Sith. They weren't your typical Sith, right? What you think like of strength? About, hmm. Yeah, if you're talking, yeah, if you're talking about pure strength, they're the bottom of you. Palpatine, Darth Sidious would be higher than them, much higher. Um, okay, where but, where does he rank? Sidious? Yeah. Oh, prior to him refusing to wield lightsabers. Oh, okay. Was... That's a cool detail. I didn't know. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah, that next. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um uh he Sidious would probably be in the middle of the pack. He was a okay. good balance between insanely aggressive and fast lightsaber fighting style. Because he he usually wield, he did wield two lightsabers at times a lot but he could do one he was a good swords master but he was also very intelligent thus putting him in that spot of the pal- chancellor and getting it to where they would never elect him out of it as a mm-hmm. chancellor until the end of the clone wars which him knowing like hey these aren't gonna ever end and then i'm gonna become emperor dumbasses <laughs> wow so I would say Palpatine was kind of in the middle of the pack. For okay, he was a good balance, probably one of the better balances between smart and just pure powerful. So interesting. And now let's come back to his whole refusing to wield lightsabers. Plagueis and Tenebus, uh, they 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 were fine with lightsabers. Oh yeah, they they were. It doesn't sound fine. like this line of Sith was very. It was very combat oriented, but more um, conniving, like politically inclined, like manipulate the cards in our favor so we don't have to fight. Almost. Um. That's until really until he um until he became kind of like that wrinkled old fool mm-hmm. that he was. He wielded. Lightsabers very willingly. Okay. Um, the last, yeah, like, um, he just stopped. And there was a lot of, like, you can go on YouTube and there's multiple theories 
of people taking from here, taking from here, about why he didn't wield a lightsaber. Mm -hmm. All I can say is um, maybe because his last duel, his last actual duel with the lightsaber was against Yoda in Revenge of the Sith. Right, right. I remember that now. But had he taken the? But so at that time he was still willing to wheel, wheel a lightsaber through the Revenge of the Sith, or had was that like a dire situation type? Ah, I've got to pick it back up, even though I don't want to wheel it anymore. Yeah, I think it was more of a he didn't want to use them unless he absolutely had to, and then when mm-hmm. he get got to the point of being the Emperor, he's like, no, those are a Jedi weapon. I won't use them. Very interesting. Like, they, like all of a sudden, he was too good for lightsabers. Right. He transcended the need. Yeah, I just I just looked it up to double-check that I was right on this. The only recorded use of him using a lightsaber after Revenge of the Sith is when he was fighting a group of lilacs on the planet Rylog with Vader. Okay. And uh, I think um, lilacs are like um, I think giant crab tentacle praying mantis creatures. Oh my god! Okay, a, I've got they it. have like the, like mm-hmm. the abdomen body of a crab, the front part of a praying mantis, like claws and everything, and the two tentacles as arms. Okay. <laughs> like there were some crazy creatures in the Star Wars universe too. Well, I mean, you got a whole big universe to use. I mean, why not get crazy creative with it? And those were his, yeah, that was his absolute last recorded use of a lightsaber. But prior to so did he ever, so he never necessarily took like a specific vow against lightsabers. It was more like as he came to ultimate power, he was like, yeah, I'm above this. This It's silly. Yes. He just, he thought he was, he wasn't weak enough. To need a lightsaber for physical combat, mm. and he could just use the force, wield that force lightning, and be all powerful. Right. Okay, which, which he did have really good force ability, force use of lightning, because not all yeah. Sith could use force lightning. Interesting. If you had to give it a percentage, what percentage? Oh, um. Probably about 60%, 70% of the Sith could use Force Lightning. Okay, that's not bad. Well, okay, no, no, that's actually, that's probably wrong. That's probably way too high. Yeah, you think it's like a 50-50 more so, give or take 10%? 50-50, give or take, take 50, 10%. Okay. That's that's pretty interesting. You have the basic Sith Marauder type of people. All they were good Mm -hmm. at was channeling their rage and using powerful lightsaber strikes and they were just awful everywhere else. (laughs) Gotcha. 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 Well, man, this is, I was, I don't want to say I'm disappointed. There there wasn't near as much to talk about this episode. No, no, I'm, I'm okay with that. Don't take this as like, I'm not disappointed necessarily. It's just one of those things where you like the, the meme has, outgrown the story and when you find out you know that it's actually just more of a twisted um tale that palpatine uses to pull anakin to the dark side i mean it it makes sense it makes total sense but it's just one of those things where it's like oh it actually wasn't like 
like it was more like Plagueis's name is being thrown around and mm-hmm. but when it's actually talking about Palpatine that's so intriguing okay but it's good backstory on Plagueis and Tenebus and kind of you know where Palpatine came from um while we're on it then we got a little bit of time let's just go ahead and knock out uh, ooh, let's just do a quick connection so we obviously know that Palpatine used this um does this method have a name what do you to mean? create life to create and, life uh, yeah um no it doesn't I'm gonna call it forced neogenesis. Basically, it's <laughs> totally made up word that I decided on, but it's just an easy way to classify it. So um, he used this, or honestly, forced genesis. Yeah, forced genesis uh, to create Anakin. But then I, w- I was gonna ask real quick about then his family line in all of this because the newest movies tied in that. Ray is his granddaughter. Okay, so yes. So Palpatine cloned himself originally. And that is the clone is the father of Ray. Oh, so he what? So yeah, technically the original Palpatine essentially is her father. Okay, and then oh, he... so just to back it up real quick, there is no yeah. name for the all it is called is midichlorian uh-huh. manipulation. Okay, Eminem. No so yeah, create your own name for it, Gus. Love it or MCM. I don't know. One of those things. It's but, easier, so, shorter yeah, to say. Um, Ray was the do- was the biological daughter of a Palpatine clone that was allowed to grow up. From a child. So he made a clone. So he made a clone that he didn't take over the body, right? And that and that clone had his own life, and then had a daughter. And then Palpatine was like, ah, you know, successor, like my family lineage. And okay, and he tried to bring it back yeah, to the family. Even when cloning, you they you never knew if the clone was going to be force sensitive or not. So you could clone one one. Exact thing. Uh-huh. Let them grow up, and they the ne- the clone could be not force sensitive at all. Well, that's I wow. believe that's what they talked about in the Rise of Skywalker. I haven't I watched it the one mm-hmm. time, and I sat there like just grinding my teeth throughout of it. Um, I believe that was the case. Palpatine's clone was not force sensitive, and so he pretty much was going to do away with him eventually. But then he found out that they had a daughter, and he could feel the force within her. And he was going to take her as her his successor, and that's and Palpatine's clone was good hearted, good natured, uh-huh. and ran off and then abandoned the daughter, as bad as it sounds, somewhere where hopefully her grandfather, quote unquote, could never right. find her. Oh, that's so weird. Because when they brought that up yeah. in the movie, and they're like, "Yeah, it's it's my." Um... You're my granddaughter. I'm like, hold on, this dude. This dude had a family at some point, and that's where I got all confused. And like, like you, I watched it once, and I've kind of put it away after that. And I was like, ah, it's whatever. It was okay. I'm wait- so. I'm waiting for it to hit Disney Plus, and then I'll watch it again, pick it apart mm-hmm. some more. <laughs> cool. Well, but I'm uh, not gonna need to watch it right now. <laughs> 
Well, shoot, I think that kind of sums it up for everything we could have talked about around Darth Plagueis the Wise. He uh, came from a secretive secretive uh, people who were, were they like the bankers of like the the universe, basically? More or less, yes. The entire planet okay. was, um, the. it was called Muddlelist. Like, uh, I can't pronounce some of these words. But it, he, yeah, because they they're made up. It's fine. Family within the banking clan. Gotcha. Which was the planet pretty much? It was okay. you get born born into it more or less, and that's just what it was expected for you. You were going to be this no matter what. Gotcha. They um to give like a if you don't recognize them, they they are in the movies quite often. They're a very lanky species, very lanky mm-hmm. and tall. They have a very rounded dome head that's kind of like a shape like an oval, but they're and they're bald. They have a long face. Um, okay, I think I know who you're talking if about. You're, if I'm trying to compare like their fingers or hands to someone else, think Giannis down to Tenkumpo's oh hands. Gosh. That's okay. how big their hands are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, it's okay. So yeah, basically, and Plagueis... they were quote unquote not supportive of the um, separatist movement. But oh. think of them as like Sweden. They right. could they say whatever they wanted the and they still took the money. Yeah. You mean Switzerland, but yeah, same difference. Sweden. Oh, Swiss, oh yeah. Good. Sorry, Sweden. Sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> they, I mean, they do like the that. same thing. They they kind of stay out of conflict <laughs> and just kind of do their own thing. But yeah, basically Switzerland's like, we'll handle whoever's money. We won't ask any questions. So, okay. Yeah. Yep. So Plagueis was a product of selective breeding. Um, that Tinnitus had done basically extensive research to ba- to successfully predict that this child, if these two people had a baby, this child would be force sensitive and then took Plagueis as his uh, successor. And then Plagueis found Palpatine and <clears throat> uh, took him. And then Palpatine made up the story about Darth Plagueis. That was really about him. Darth Plagueis discovered the MCM, the midi-chlorian manipulation create life but he never fully grasped how to use it for fully to fruition but palpatine did secretly and but he tells a story like plagueis in such a way to um you know facilitate anakin's coming to the dark side and that's really about it with darth plagueis he was really more so just a i mean he he did facilitate the whole midi-chlorian manipulation which is a big deal because that brought anakin skywalker and you know, key character and Darth Vader ultimately into this whole saga that is Star Wars. But uh, once again, it, you know, it, it kind of centers around Palpatine slash Darth Sidious. So, but that sound about accurate is a little summation. Yep. Awesome. That's well, Josh, right on the thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. And I want to thank everyone for listening a little bit shorter episode today. Cause turns out there wasn't that much more depth to Darth Plagueis the wise, and that's fine, but hopefully we cleared it up a little bit, gave you a little bit more context. So you can appreciate this meme on another level, or maybe not appreciate this meme as much who knows. But once again, if you want to chime in on the conversation, give any critiques, insights, the rambling Viking at gmail.com is where you can find me. And I hope everyone's doing well in quarantine. Thanks for being on Josh. Thanks everybody for listening.